Hello, everyone, and welcome to another podcast episode of Just Get Fit with Nikki. Today, I wanted to talk about macros a little bit and actually dive into five questions that I get pretty frequently. So the first one is, what is the best macro split? And this is where I see a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, the best macro split for this body type is this. And you know what? I'm, I'm kind of inclined to disagree when I see people do that because realistically, a lot of us aren't just one body type. And when you stick to focusing on macros for a certain body type, you disregard something that I think is really important. And that is your natural preference for how you normally eat. Now, I do understand that when you are focusing on macros, you are sometimes making changes to how you eat. When I, you know, naturally choose my foods, protein is probably not as high on my priority list as I would like it to be in reality. And so if I were, you know, left to my own devices, that would be a lot lower and wouldn't necessarily help align with my goals and, you know, building muscle or, you know, working towards a physique that I'm working towards. And so making sure that you're actually taking into consideration your natural preferences is important. And the reason for that is people are most successful when they can actually adhere to their plan. So sometimes I see people set up their macros and well, they're like, Oh my gosh, I have to get, you know, 40 or 40 or 45% of my calories from protein. It's super low carb and it's, you know, a little bit higher fats, but I'm having a really hard time because I can't include foods I like, or I don't naturally eat this way. And that's kind of when I'd say, you know what, it might be worthwhile to assess if you can actually change those macros to reflect something that is more sustainable. Because sure, setting your protein intake to be really high, maybe there are benefits, but if you can't actually stick to that split for, you know, a week or two weeks or a month, well, then you're not actually going to get results that are sustainable because you're not sticking to the plan. And so you are better off having a split that you can actually stick to. And sure, it will require work likely to plan ahead and to get enough protein or to keep certain things a little bit lower, but that at the same time, it should be something where it's realistic. And that's kind of where sometimes when I have new clients set up their macros and they say, okay, you know what, this is what I'm going to work towards. I say, that's a great goal, but maybe this week we set your protein intake a little bit lower because I would rather you feel really successful about hitting that protein as opposed to saying all of a sudden now you're going to have to aim for 60 more grams per day than you were. And that's probably going to be a bit challenging. So I do think choosing a macro split that you can sustain is really important. Okay. Next question. Do I eat back the calories from exercise? The answer is No, if you have calculated your macros at some point in your calculation, you took into account your energy expenditure and your exercise. So how much you move your body throughout the day and how much, you know, what your, what your level is. Are you sedentary? Are you lightly active? Or do you have a job that's really physically active and you work out on top of that? That was taken into consideration. And so you should not be intentionally eating calories back from exercise. And I think this is one problem that I see when people connect their fitness tracker with my fitness pal, because it automatically goes, oh, great. 
add back in those calories that you burned from exercise. So you go, wow, I get 300 extra calories. And it's like, well, no, your calories should be your calories, you know, with that exercise included. So you should not intentionally be eating those back. Okay, moving on. Does it matter what I eat to hit my macros? Meaning, you know, can I eat chocolate and chips and cookies and tacos and all those kinds of things? And I'm a believer in that it does matter for a couple of reasons. Because, you know, going with macros and if it fits my macros, it is meant to be a lifestyle. It is meant to be a way to work on your physique and really help you to build muscle and feel good and include foods you like, like chocolate and chips and tacos and donuts. However, that being said, I don't think it's beneficial for anyone to be, you know, using half their daily calories for quote unquote junk food. Because the problem with that is that you are going to be having likely more calorie dense foods and you're going to finish off those macros and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so hungry, which really isn't beneficial because then that comes back to the, you couldn't actually adhere to your macros. So as a general rule, obviously, you know, there's some give and take with this, but as a general rule, I suggest most people aim to get 80% of their calories from whole foods, you know, from vegetables, from lean proteins, from less processed things. This doesn't mean you can't eat those other things. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that it is beneficial if more of your calories come from those other foods, which will give you volume, which will help to keep you full, provide you with nutrients. I mean, can you lose weight eating just Oreos? 100%. But are you going to be really hungry? 100%. <laughs> so it's kind of like, be smart about where your calories are coming from. Be mindful, but don't completely restrict foods or eliminate things that you like and enjoy. There is a place for those in your week and in your day. And being able to enjoy yourself is important because once again, that adherence comes into play. If you really like and enjoy your meals, you're going to stick to things because you're saying, Hey, you know what? This doesn't feel like a diet. This feels like something I can do and I'm enjoying in the process. Okay. Number four, I have calories left over, but I actually hit my macros. This is one that I was so confused about when I started tracking. And the reason for this is if you look at any kind of nutritional information on a package, I'd say, honestly, 90 to 95% of them. If you look at the numbers on the back where it says, you know, fat, the grams of fat or protein or carbs per serving, it's a nice, you know, round number. You know, it says three grams, it says nine grams, it says 14 grams, whatever it says, it's a number. It says 14. It doesn't say 14.2 or 14.7. There are definitely packaging that shows that, but for the most part, companies choose to round up or round down. And legally, they are allowed to do that in most countries. And so because of that rounding up or rounding down, if you actually have something that says, you know, theoretically, or in reality, it has three point, you know, four grams of fat, but they've rounded down to three, well, that 0.4, they still take that into consideration for the overall calories. So you're not necessarily having a food that shows you the the true macros for something because that 
0.4 or that 0.7 isn't shown on your actual nutrition label, but it is still counted in your calories, which is why sometimes your macros are perfect, but your calories don't always line up. Because if you have a company or a brand that rounds down, well, then maybe they're not accounting for, you know, seven calories. So seven calories from one item and 10 calories from another item, all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm off by 47 calories. And that's the reason for that. Another reason for that though could also be because apps like MyFitnessPal, which have a lot of user inputted information, sometimes people input things incorrectly or they choose something to add to a recipe and it's not quite accurate. And then you end up with something where you're like, oh, there are zero carbs, zero fat and zero protein for this, but there are calories. So that's why I do recommend when you're adding things, try to choose things that are on MyFitnessPal with that little check mark, because that means it has been verified and checked over by someone from MyFitnessPal. Okay, last but not least, I can't hit my protein goal. And if this is you, you, my friends, are not alone. For most of us, getting enough protein is hard, especially getting enough protein based on our goal. So this is where planning is your friend. I'd say put your protein sources into my fitness pal first. Go to your breakfast, go to your lunch, go to your dinner, enter those protein sources first and see how close you get to your goal. There's no point entering everything in for the day, eating everything and getting to the end of your day and going, oh, I was off by 40 grams. Well, you can't do anything about it then. But if you put it into my fitness palm the night before or the morning before you start eating, you can actually go, oh, I'm not close at all. Maybe this would be a good day to supplement with a protein shake, or maybe this would be a good day to, you know, have some egg whites in my breakfast in addition to my whole egg. There are ways to increase your protein, but for most of us, myself included, it takes that planning. It takes you looking, okay, what am I going to have? And I'm someone who, because I also struggle with my protein intake, I plan my meals around protein. So I start with protein in mind. I think about breakfast and I say, where's my protein source coming from? Is it eggs and egg whites? Am I adding, you know, Greek yogurt to my day in there? How am I getting, you know, 25 to 30 grams of protein per meal? Sometimes it's going to be a combination of sources where I'm going to have some plant-based protein and add some things like say an egg or some chicken to it. But coming together, those combinations of foods that I'm grouping together in that meal will allow me to reach that protein goal. So hopefully that has been helpful for you. If you are someone looking to calculate your macros or looking for recipes that have not only calories, but macros as well, you can go ahead and go to www.justget.fit forward slash stronger. And you can join my members area where you will be able to access my macro calculation guide and over 250 recipes in addition to three workout programs. If you have any questions, don't be shy. Remember, you can follow me on Instagram and slide into my DMs. My Instagram is at justget.fit. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes.